The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Wilson fakes on a three, dribbled in and kicked it out. He's still here. Airball chance. Here's Grady, a deep three. He buried it. Grady Dick from 25 feet. And KU goes up six. 2-2. Line shot, base hit. Right field, all the way to the wall. Pettis scores. Here comes Madrin. Throw to the plate. He is safe. Good morning. Oh, good to see everybody. Hi, good morning, Coach. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, February 21, T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. And I am no longer a loser. Woo! This show brought to you every day by The River Wind. Toby and TJ with you now. It is the T-Row in the morning show. That's exactly right. On this second day of your work week, uh, Vice President's Day today, TJ? Is it anything today or is it just a Tuesday? I don't think we Secretary have a Vice President's Day. Secretary of Defense day. day today or anything? No, I don't think so. I think it's just, just, a, regular, nothing, just a nothing Tuesday. No, just a regular old Tuesday. I can handle that. I got no problem with that. Um, OU wins baseball last night, 8-6 over Air Force. Kansas gets revenge on the Frogs, 63-58 in Cowtown. OSU gets thumped in Morgantown, 85-67. We got those things to talk about today. Plus, we've got Hoops, Porter Moser's team in action tonight in the LNC, hosting Texas Tech at 8 o'clock, and other stuff. But we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry, on the other side of the glass. A good morning, TJ. Hello, good morning to you. Hello. A good morning. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're getting there. Our goal is to make is. that last the whole first segment. <laughs> We're getting there more and more. <laughs> good morning, TJ. Good morning, good morning. How are you doing today, TJ? I'm fine, thank you. How are oh, you? Very good. I'm great, man. We won a game yesterday. You did win. I would still <laughs> like to say the jury's out on you being a loser or not, but well, you know, that's true. It's that's a long true. deliberation. It's a long well, deliberation. A, a very good point that you make. Um, but at least I got a little bit of uh, I, I I got a little bit of victory that splashed up on me. That's true. Yesterday, that's true. Thanks Had to, to feel good. Thanks to Dakota Harris. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun game. Were you there? I think I saw a picture of you, or your son was there. We were there until the, I think going into the seventh, I had to go to Newcastle to break down Teddy, so we left at like five something. Break down your own remote, Teddy. 
Golly. So I had to go to uh, Newcastle, make my son lay on the floorboard while I went inside, and he listened, <laughs> he listened to you on my phone as Dakota Harris <laughs> delivered the big hit. <laughs> now, you told me often when you go break down that remote at Newcastle, you'll find Teddy curled up in the corner at a slot machine, and you got to say, come on, Ted, it's time to go. Um, Did that happen again yesterday? Was not curled up at slot machine, but I did see his voucher laying on the table. I believe it said 38 cents, so he did not have a good day at the <laughs> casino yesterday. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, well, so, yes, I was there for a good portion of it, but not game. the uh, winning base knock. I was, I had to get that via text while I was in the casino from my son. Oh, you took the lead! So. <laughs> uh, yeah, as that was I mean it's always more fun when you win, but a little back and forth. We had a we had a head coach get ejected, we had controversy, we had uh, big hits. Uh all around entertaining baseball game. I yes, like it when the, very much. I like it when the Air Force or any of the uh we play any of the service academies, but I don't think we've played baseball against any of them except No, we played Army. We played Army in the NCAA tournament in um, in uh, Virginia way back when. They won the regional in Virginia, and they opened with Army. Um, yeah, well, that's been a long time. I like when they play the service academies. The national anthem, everything just seems like a yes. little bit more, man. I was a... Uh, Man, the way they line up, I was looking yeah. at the sloppy uh, OU line. I even mentioned to Kurt, I'm like, look at the OU line. Look at these guys. They're perfect. Like, uh, oh. nobody's off at all. Just a perfect straight line. Look at us over there. Bunch of slobs. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Can't even stand in a straight line. They are. They're all saluting. <laughs> yes. They're in it's a awesome. perfect line. It is awesome. They don't move a muscle while that flag is on the field. Nobody wants to breathe because they're afraid they're going to offend somebody. Right. And it is very impressive. I wish I had been there, or I wish they had done it yesterday, I guess. But for their season opener against Cleburne, they had the, uh, I don't know what the name of their squadron is, but they parachuted into the stadium um, for the opening pitch and everything. Uh, Yeah, no, they're impressive. I told this story on the radio yesterday, but um, when uh, they got to the stadium, I was down behind the cages watching BP. I I had my interviews with Skip and KP. I was just waiting for their coach to get there. And he comes walking in, and uh, I, let, I give him a couple of minutes to kind of get settled in the dugout, and then I walk over, and he sees me walking over and and starts walking toward me and meets me about 10 steps out on the field. We shake hands, and I introduce myself, and he goes, oh, yeah, I remember, remember you from last year. I said, uh you got time for a couple questions for my pregame interview. And he goes, of course I do. So I ask him my two questions. He gives a fantastic answer. And uh, I thank him, and I start to walk away. And he goes, where are you going? I said, well, I, I'm going back to my radio booth. He goes, why? I said, well, I, you know, <laughs> going to get ready for the game. And he goes, right, let's hang out and talk for a while. I was like, okay. So we go lean back against the backstop there, and he proceeds to tell me story after story for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, Some of it grumbling about uh, current and past presidents of the United States, but (laughs) 
most of it baseball related. Right. And he is just a hoot, man. He had a lot to grumble about yesterday. I cannot believe he got ejected. Well, I don't. Why did he? Like, what happened over there? I don't know for sure. I, I, I don't know if he just didn't leave in a timely manner or if he was saying something. You know, it, it was a total joke the way that half inning ended. Yeah. I felt terrible for them. I mean, I'm, it worked out to OU's advantage, but they, the called strike three with two runners in scoring position to end a scoring threat on that stupid timing rule is just, just absurd. Yeah. And... I'm- I was I was mad about it and it, it benefited OU yesterday. But I, I turned to somebody. I said, "This is not going to bring a casual fan or a young fan in, and they're going to say, man, now I'm going to watch this game because they didn't get that pitch off in the two seconds I wanted.' <laughs> That's right. And they called that and uh, that, moved along quicker. I'm like, come on. Third, that third base ump showed up on a mission yesterday. He's like, I got my watch and I'm going to make a difference <laughs> he in this did. game. He did. He got a couple of people on different things. So. Yeah, I, I didn't know if he had said something or because when it all went down, I look over there and he just he seemed like he was pleasant and he was just like I was just talking to this guy like no no telling well, what he, he was, was saying still but, over there right he was still over there and it was time to start the next half inning and so I don't know if he had been or I assume he had been arguing or whatever maybe he was just the fact that he's still on the field he had a helmet in his hands and he was like he, I don't know what he was. Uh, gesturing, but it was almost like, what do you want me to do with this helmet? You want me to toss it into the stands? What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> right, right. And and then they just gave him the heave-ho, and so I assume he was saying something, but still, it's the Air Force, dude. Y- you just rang up their best hitter on a, on a timing violation on strike three. Give the dude a little leniency for Pete's sake. Yeah. He might be the most popular coach in America. Everybody loves Kaz. And they've chased him in like the fourth inning of that game. I loved how he played the, uh, I don't even know where to go. Where do I go? I'm going to stand out here on the field holding my arms out. Like, can somebody come escort me? And he he put, on over, the, put on the big giant backpack. <laughs> he goes over and shakes hands with the OU coaches. And right. skips, I, you can see Skip. He's like, what the heck, dude? Why'd you throw Kaz out? Right. And then he goes into the dugout. He puts on his military backpack his camo backpack and gets like two i guess it was one guy passed him to another but like these ou uh operations person escorts him from the field i'm like yeah i think he probably is gonna be fine (laughs) could he not go back to the clubhouse yeah i think he could have but i mean there's not much of a clubhouse for the visitors right Maybe he preferred the bus. The bus and just watch from the, the bus the, or something. I, I, I would prefer the bus. I'm sure it's a more comfortable seat. <laughs> and you can probably nap. dial up the ESPN Plus broadcast in there a little easier or whatever. I don't know, on your phone. I don't know where he went. He might have gone up into the crowd for all I know. But um, I was embarrassed about that. Come on, man. Well, I mean, you didn't. I mean, it wasn't your umpire. I mean, just... But yeah, I know, but it was I, just a bad. It's just a bad look. Well, the whole know, thing, like you said, was a bad look. The call, everything about it, the fact that, like, he stepped in and it was like, I think at eleven seconds or whatever it was instead of ten. So, 
I don't know Who what was cares? going on. Give him a warning for Pete's sake. I agree. Something. I'm not arguing say, hey, with you. I'm just Hey dude, you're pushing the time limit a bit here. I don't want to have to ring you up, so let's just make right, sure you get right, in quickly exactly. or something. Have some common sense for Pete's sake. Golly. And then the whole thing, I guess you probably weren't there late in the game with the base path violation. So no, I was listening and I was going to ask you about that cuz oh I was not, I had left at that point. Don't so. get me started again, I, I, Right when you called it and you said it, I'm like, "Oh, here we go." So, and then I didn't understand why they couldn't look at it or I guess it was up to their discretion. Like I didn't like go look at it. Like cuz you were saying I guess you had seen some on Twitter pop up at that point. I guess yeah, that was shortly the, after. Look at the photos on Twitter. He's yeah. way inside the line. It didn't matter. It didn't cost them anything. They got the next out. But as soon as it happened, if you followed OU baseball at all, you're like, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what this is about. And Skip comes out. So the, so the dude, uh, well, it was a called strike three. It was a called strike three. Pitches in the dirt. Easton has a, he can't find it immediately. It's like underneath him. It's rattling around between his toes. And... So he picks it up, and when he does, the guy's fast. He's two-thirds of the way down the line. So he, he throws it down. He rushed it a bit. The throw was to the infield side of first base, and it pulls McKenzie off the back. Well, Skip comes out immediately. He's like, hey, he's running inside the baseline. Trust us. We know the rule on this, okay? <laughs> we might have just lost a national championship because of this rule, all right? And the umpire has a conversation with him, and Skip's like, what are you talking about? Just go look at it again. Well, here's the deal. It's it's after the eighth inning, I think, is the rule where the – it's either because it's after the eighth inning or it's just a rule that the umpires have to challenge themselves. They have to themselves say, hey, we want to look at that again. A coach can't ask for it. And obviously in Omaha, when the Ole Miss coach came out, the umpires said, okay, we'll look at it again. And overruled it, and it was massively costly. Well, last night, after a long conversation, the umpire said, nah, we don't want to look at it again. We're confident in our call. And they allowed him to be safe. And Skip was like, what the heck are you talking about, dude? Like, just go look at it again. Right. He was obviously inside, and they refused. And so he was safe. And, again, it didn't matter because they got the next guy out. But it was a 6-6 game. It could have been costly. And the irony of the whole situation was, man, would have loved to have you guys in Omaha. That would have been great if we could have had this crew in Omaha that would have just said, nah, I think we got it right. Because Oklahoma might have a banner right now. Uh, he would probably would have been called out on a third strike stepping out of the box for too long or something. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Anyway. That got me all fired up about the whole fact that umpires never explain anything to the crowd or anybody else. They just make their calls and go on about their business. And <laughs> you, you do not like the fact they don't have a wireless mic on. Something? It's not. No, hard, I agree man. with you too. I agree with just you. Just explain pretty simple. to people what's going on. Your TV broadcast. I mean, every other sport does it. Basketball goes over and explains to the PA guy and the TV guys, here's what the call was. Football referees wear a microphone. They explain the call to the crowd. You might not like it, but at least you understand what's going on. Baseball 
could have this massively confusing situation. And everybody up there is going, what in the heck is going on? And nobody explains anything. So, I don't know. See, you got me fired up again this morning. <laughs> Be better, baseball. Last night was not a good example of baseball being better. You threw out the head coach of the Air Force Academy, and then you absolutely butchered a major call in the eighth inning. So, at least though you won the game. So, we are underway on a Tuesday morning. Lots to do today. Porter Moser joins us live at the back half of the show. We'll be back. McIntyre Law, Noble McIntyre, and the fine people over there are your personal injury attorneys. They bring you the sour of the T Row in the morning show. If you've had an accident, been hurt on the job, whatever it may be, get a consultation with them, 405-917-5200, McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Top of the morning to you, Toby and TJ. Butter had a great, uh, had a big hit yesterday. I also love seeing Easton Carmichael looking like Jimmy Barrels. Good win over Air Force. Is that the end? I felt like that's, that was that's not the a end. period. A okay. period. Uh, Easton Carmichael, very good going. game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three hits last night. Um, look good. Look really. He's looked smooth as a catcher too. I like him. Uh, Butter is Dakota Harris. You got to tell me whether you approve of this nickname or not. This is not my nickname. I was about to ask you: Was this his real nickname, or was this something Gunny gave him here on this text? I believe it came uh, the first time I heard it was Andrew Shepard uh, on a uh, what are those things on Twitter called Space, yeah. Dakota Harris is from Lando Lakes, Florida. Hmm, I get that tie then. Yeah, I get that tie. Lando Lakes. So uh, Andrew said we should call him Butter. So I think Gunny is picking up on that. So how do you feel about that? Huh. I'm trying to think uh, after watching him for a couple of days if he's a butter. Butter to he's... me is an insulting nickname because I think of the South Park kid, Butters. Um, but he is smooth like butter him. as a shortstop, you know. Smooth like butter. So it may work. I don't know. I don't know if butter is a good nickname, though. Lando Lakes, by the way, is made in Minnesota, and he is from Lando Lakes, Florida. But still, it's clever. It's Lando Lakes, you know. Yeah, but I don't know that a lot of people would know that's where he's from to say, "Ah, oh, that's the, why the butter nickname." That's fu- that's funny. Well, no, I'm gonna have that's to think my about responsibility that. Um, because not a lot of people knew who where Hollywood Brown was that's from true. either. Very good point. Very until, good point. Until. Uh, they started calling him Hollywood all the time. Uh, and I have to think about it. It's yeah. not bad. I mean, I like it from a defensive standpoint. Butter. He's smooth. <laughs> I'm and trying- he is from Lando Lakes. You know, you know. right now I hate giving Andrew any credit for anything right now. Right. But that one might not be bad. It's not bad. I'm just trying to see if it fits him. Butter. Boy, did any? did you see the before and after pictures of him last night on Twitter before he got when, when he got to OU versus now uh I did not see that no I'm going to put on some that. weight some muscle no 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 uh he has found a barber 
You know, they got a rule here about long hair, facial hair and stuff. Right. Like the Yankees do. <laughs> and uh, that was an adjustment for, I'm sending it to you right now, hang on. That was an adjustment for um, butter, Dakota Harris. Okay. All right, it's on its way to you. But he had some flow when he got here, and he had to cut it all off or did cut it all off. And now he's now you never know it. He looks like Caleb Bushyhead now out there, clean cut, short hair, and everything. But oh, I had seen that picture before. Yeah, yeah, that had that's, to be painful. It looks like a different person, to be honest. I talked to him after the game last night. And I didn't ask him about the hair. It didn't seem like the right time. We were just talking about the big hit. But at some point, maybe for a pregame interview, sometime I got to say, all right, how painful was that? Because <laughs> that probably took a long time, you know. <laughs> and uh, he went in and whacked it all off. So well, hopefully he donated it to a good uh, charity because normally that locks of love or something, you know. According to my daughter, uh, he's cuter now. So huh. I guess, well, I guess that's all that matters good. is what the ladies yeah. think. So yeah. yeah. Uh good morning. Good morning. I'm with KREF Wire to Wire today on the app, traveling from Tulsa to Tuscaloosa. I'm Ooh. pumped. OU Sports Talk all day. Let's have a day. Good morning, Nick. It's Oklahoma Johnny, it looks like. Oh, Johnny. Oh, thanks yeah. for tuning us in today. We appreciate it. We got you, man. We'll get, we'll get you there. Hang with us. Enjoy your road trip. Yeah. Uh, someone's saying you were asking about what day it is. Someone's saying it's Fat Tuesday. Is today Fat Tuesday? We got Mardi Gras? It's not on my calendar. That seems like something they would put on the calendar, like is Fat your, Tuesday. Do you know if your garbage man takes Fat Tuesday off <laughs> or not? Know, I don't know. Uh, today would be uh, <laughs> Lawn Waste Day, so I don't know if they took today <laughs> off or not. I didn't set any out today. <laughs> uh, it's Ash, we, uh, Ash Wednesday Eve. Does that count? Man, we got President's Day, <laughs> Fat Tuesday, and Ash Wednesday back to back to back. Are we sure today's Fat Tuesday? No, that's just what the texter said. Huh. I'm pretty sure that would be on my calendar. It's not on my calendar. I got that big giant calendar I'm in my looking room here. Up. I'm looking. At, hey, hang on just a second. I know how to. I know how to figure this out. Oh, do what uh, Stoop suggests. Google it up. Hey Siri, when is Fat Tuesday? I typed in Hey Siri. Uh, Shrove Tuesday. Um, hmm. Well, this doesn't help me at all. It just gave me a bunch of, I didn't, I'll have to try that again. Read me another text. Uh, good morning, everybody. Tell me happy Now they've all started, they've all started texting it in. (laughs) Happy Tuesday, Boomer from Tracy. Uh, today is Fat Tuesday. How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Aren't we supposed to, like, put a baby this in a cake day. or something today? This is my day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that's about. It's Mardi Gras something. I don't know. What Get how bored my kid was apparently at home yesterday. Uh, bored or not, he, he challenged himself, I guess. I, uh, I'm on my way to Newcastle to set up the remote, and uh, my phone rings, and I answered. It's Bronx. He goes, hey, guess what I just did? I said, <laughs> I don't know what. He goes, Found a YouTube video on this Oreo cake, and I came and checked. We had all the ingredients, so I baked an <laughs> Oreo cake for the first time in my life. What? I was like, wait a minute. You baked a cake by yourself? He's like, yeah. So he's FaceTiming me, and he's like, look at my cake. I was like, it actually looks pretty good. He goes, I know. 
He goes, I crushed Oreos and did all kinds of things. I was like, huh, all right. Had it oh, last night can't. for a dessert, and it was delicious. Was it good? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was. Bronx, you can't be using the oven without mom and dad in the house. <laughs> I think mom had come home uh, okay. to grab some lunch, or I hadn't left for work yet or something when he was using the oven, but he did it all himself. I don't know. That's they impressive. Baked an Oreo cake I wish my kids nowhere. would bake me a cake. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was thinking about that because you got to put the baby in the cake today. You should have waited. Hey, so. uh, side note. Your kid's baking cakes. He's going to Hobby Lobby trying to get beads all the time to make stuff. He's very creative. He is an artistic. He is going to uh, major in art while playing baseball somewhere. I'm cons- uh, while fishing and uh, studying marine biology. I think those would be uh, be a very weird major uh, and minor. I don't know what he's going to do. So, I bet he can't wait for home ec in high school. <laughs> I don't know what he never cooks. I don't know what the thing was yesterday with the cake. I just uh, hey dad, can you get me uh, can you get me some? I want to learn how to sew. The influence of YouTube the sewing machine. Uh, YouTube. I don't know. I uh, I found a YouTube guy. He made an Oreo cake. It looked good, so I decided to do it. All right. So that was his day yesterday. I'm not going to argue with kids game. making cakes for the parents. Then he, <laughs> then he was at the ballpark. I don't know. Did he get a foul ball last night? Uh, he did get a foul ball. He has, uh, got he one did. each game, yeah. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, he did not, but his friend uh, that they were down below with did. So his ball that he had that I'm thinking about, he brought with him. So Paxton got one. He did not. Uh, let's see here on the text line. So if the coach is from the SEC, we'll go take a look at the replay, but not OU. Yeah. That's the way it played right. out yesterday. The The funny thing is, like, Spikerman had, what, like a toe across the line or something ridiculous, and the throw was so far off, it wasn't affected by it or anything. Last night was a classic situation of why the rule exists. The dude's running his whole body inside the lane, which forces Carmichael's throw to be way inside the bag, which pulls off the first baseman. It's the whole reason the rule exists. you got to give... A throwing lane there to the catcher. And they were like, nah, I'm pretty sure we got it right. No need to go look at it again. Now, one of them is the fourth game of the season, and the other is the College World Series. So, I mean, you know, but still, it was, the irony was not lost on anyone that was there last night. Uh, Last one here. And I asked Skip about it in the postgame. We'll play his reaction coming up in a bit. It's pretty funny. Uh... What an amazing catch from, I can't believe it's not at shortstop. (laughs) There's your call. There's your call. Yeah. All right. Break time. 405-651-3439 if you'd like to chime in today. Uh, We will hear from Skip Johnson and Dakota Harris when when we come back, back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, OU Baseball back to uh, 500, 2-2 two two record after a win last night over the Air Force Academy, 8-6. Thrilling game, tied 6-6 in the bottom of the eighth when Dakota Harris delivered the two-out two-run double that ended up being the game winner. 
Afterwards, I caught up with the head coach and the star. Sooners win it. We go straight to the dugout. Our postgame interview with Sooners head coach Skip Johnson brought to you, as always, by Rom's coach. Congratulations. That was a fun baseball game today. Uh, I'm glad you had fun at it. <laughs> a lot it's of just a grind. I mean, you got to you got to throw those guys in there and, and see if they're going to help us or not help us. You know. Yeah, a, a lot of guys to spotlight today. Let's start with Dakota. Had the big hit for you in the eighth inning. There, you're going to need him to come up with some of those this year, and he delivered today. No doubt. I mean, just just fighting pitches. You know, that's the deal. We talked about Chuck just trying to win pitches and taking it one pitch at a time yesterday, and. Uh, uh, I thought they, I thought they did a great job all day with it. And you see the difference in just trying. When you're trying to win a game instead of staying in a process, it gets really hard. And you just got to stay in a process and trust the process. And then at the end of the day, you win. We saw five pitchers today that were not on your team a year ago. Solid start, I thought, from Gray Harrison and then a fantastic finish by Carson Pierce. What's your evaluation of your arms today? Well, I thought uh, uh, I thought uh, um, uh, Harrison came out and set the tone, attacked the strike zone early, uh, and then the second inning kind of got touchy feely instead, of just kept an attacking. And then we bring in uh, um, uh, Turnquist, and same thing. I mean, he attacked early. He had had more guts to throw to the plate. Guy hits a big home run on him, and uh, uh, then bring in Julian. Julian was outstanding with men on first and second. Punches their two best hitters out. And then all of a sudden goes back out, loses his pitch. I mean, that's the deal about consistency and being young, just trying to get them being consistent. The more they get in there, just try to work on just being consistent. And, uh, uh, then Walker comes in, throws a ball. Uh, he didn't look back at the card, the calling card after they call a, a, a timeout, uh, a ball one on him because of a pitch clock rule. Then look back at the card, throws a ball middle and the guy deposits in the left field. And I thought Pierce was outstanding. I mean, he was outstanding, attacked the strike zone. Uh, and he, he was touchy Philly when he first got in there. Then he just started attacking, attacking, attacking. And, uh, uh, we ended up getting a big hit. And so that was huge. Uh, coach, I got to ask you about the play at first base. It didn't end up hurting you, but I know what you were arguing because it's what happened to you in the College World Series. What was the explanation you were given there? Well, he said he had to rule. He said he wasn't inside the line. I mean, I, I mean, I, I know, I know, I don't have the greatest eyesight, but you know, that it was his rule, and I challenged it, and uh, they didn't give me a challenge because it was pre- it, it goes on him. He can either challenge it or not challenge it on what he saw. Well, he saw it wrong. He was way inside the line, but it was a fascinating turn of events after what happened to you in Omaha. The way it unfolded yeah. today. So I, mean, Co- I went out, I went out there and told him the same thing. It's like this thing, same thing happening. Omaha. The only difference is I did it thirty. I did it within thirty seconds. And that guy didn't. <laughs> you did it the right way. Did Dakota Harris sneak up on, uh, off on his coach? I think he was right there behind you. Is he gone up the tunnel already? We were going to talk to him uh, real fast. He snuck yeah, away. Uh, I think. Will you go get Dakota real fast. Yeah, I'll go coach, get him. Uh, yeah, I'll stay talking to you. Maybe he'll come back while you're there. What is this right. win? I know it's early in the year, Coach. I don't want to make too much out of one win, but what does this do for your team today? Well, it does a lot because they know they can they know they know can keep grinding on the game and keep playing the game and doing it one pitch. I mean, it really, you learn a lot from this game because we've tried so hard to win games instead of just winning pitches. If you win pitches, you win games. If you take it one pitch at a time and not worry about the pitch that just happened, 
and get to the next pitch. I mean, there were great successes in there. I mean, Dakota comes up uh, with a runner on third earlier and swings at second, third earlier and swings at three breaking balls in the dirt, laid off some great pitches. So he didn't get out the same way twice. That was what was huge in my part in his in his at bat, the second, uh, the last at bat. I mean, the first time they threw three breaking balls and he was in the dugout. And so the sign of a good hitter is you don't get out twice in the same way. And so uh, uh, I thought that was huge for him. Yeah, he's right behind you now, Coach. So thank you very right, much. Go. We'll see you down in Arlington. If you don't mind passing your phone you to Dakota, I'll tell him to disinfect it after he uses it. Dakota Harris, Hello? Sooner shortstop. Hey, Toby Rowland with you up here in the radio booth. Dakota, congratulations on the big knock. Take me through that at bat of the eighth inning there. Um, well, I got behind 0-2, and really I was just I was in protection mode and uh, worked it back. I don't, I, what did I work it back to 2-2 or something like that? And then he threw me a fastball, and what we practice every day, graduation round, hit it to right field. I mean, that's just our practice went into play right there, and glad it worked out. You seemed adamant that you were safe at third base there. You you knew you got in there ahead of the tag, huh? Yeah, well, the the throw definitely beat me, but I I guess I got lucky on the swim move, and they overturned it, which was surprising, but I was thankful. Give Wally a chance. Dakota, you're a new guy to this team, but you're you're a veteran um, as compared to some of the other youngsters out there. Even though this is only your fourth game as a Sooner, do you feel like you kind of got to be a leader on this team, especially considering the position you play? Yeah, I think uh, one thing we talk about a lot is just constantly communicating, and I think there's a good mix of younger and older guys, and obviously being a middle infielder, it's definitely my job to make sure that everyone knows what they're supposed to do. So obviously that position is one that you definitely need to be a leader. Dakota, big A-B, congratulations on the win. Way to go, man. Thanks for talking to us. Yep, thanks for having me. Have a good one. Um, I know it's always the case, TJ. After you win, you feel better. After you lose, you feel worse about a team. I feel better after last night. I mean, they won. I, I You saw the guys swing the bat a little better. They put up eight runs. Um, you know, Dakota and Madrin and McKenzie and uh, some of these guys that are new to the program that are going to be going to have to be massive producers for them this year produced like last night those three guys batted two three and four mm-hmm. so that was good and we saw some of the new arms also look good i saw some 94s and 95s last night yeah i was actually watching bullpen. that a little bit because of what you had said yesterday and um yeah a couple of guys were hitting that 93 94 um, we mentioned earlier in that first segment, Easton Carmichael getting the bat going was a good thing to see. So, um, now I thought they did some good things yesterday, despite being a close game. That was a good team yesterday. That Air Force team was a regional team. They had a guy coming in that was hitting, you know, some ridiculous like 800, even though it was after just one weekend. But um, he was a really good hitter last year. So, no, they did some good things. Still got some guys we haven't seen yet in that bullpen. Um, I know Gray Thomas hasn't pitched yet, and I think it's because he's waiting for a game that isn't so close. I'm reading between the lines here a little bit, but I know Skip thinks Gray Thomas has the best stuff in his bullpen and is perhaps the most um, draft-worthy guy in the end that they're going to have in their pitching staff. He throws mid-90s. He's got 
uh, a little bit of a sidearm delivery, and he says he's got a wicked break. But he said he might uh, – one conversation with him is he might throw it to the backstop. So I think he's like one of those guys right now. That he's He's been involved <laughs> in the, all, of, all of these close games and doesn't trust him yet, you know. And so I'm very eager to see Gray Thomas pitch. I hope tomorrow night we get to see him, the TCU transfer, who's from Heritage Hall. Um, and there's a couple of other guys, but, man, they got a lot of arms down there. Good win last night. Good win. 8-6 over the Air Force. Break time, 6.48 in the morning. Toby and TJ with you on this Tuesday. We'll be back. This OU Coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman. Lander Chevy at I-35 and Ed Noble Parkway and Lander CDJR at 481 North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. East Toby, I'm TJ. This is The Ref. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. McIntyreLaw.com. Your personal injury attorneys, 405-917-5200. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Dude was almost in the grass on his way to first base. Spikerman was safe. Hashtag Spike was safe. Uh, Fat Tuesday is not on the calendar, but Ash Wednesday is. Just saying, why is it Fat Tuesday? How are you celebrating Mardi Gras? Will you have some uh, jambalaya tonight or anything, Teach? You going to Razoo's tonight? No. No planned fat. You've already Tuesday got the menu all lined out, so right. you're not going to alter that at all. I just believe it's uh, I'm trying a new recipe tonight: black bean Mexican pizzas. We'll see how those turn out. So, I can you alter it in in light of Fat Tuesday? Can you go Cajun tonight? Um, is it too too much to ask. That's too much to ask. I've already got my okay. menu laid out for the week. Leave me alone. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Toby, you were born to call football and baseball games. It was so refreshing listening to your call yesterday. Uh, the last game uh, I heard you call, my two boys and I were sitting at the Schwab in Omaha, Boomer Sooner, and I'm looking forward to another great season. Thank you. Is that a shot at basketball? Is that a is that a I did he I take doesn't that mention, as a shot at, He doesn't mention basketball. Maybe he I, hates I, you yeah. at basketball. I don't I know. I appreciate the compliment, but my um uh, insecurity leads me to think he does not like me calling basketball there. So, but I appreciate it. I'm pretty sure my garbage man's name is Fat Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> man, he I might- got done dirty by our garbage guys yesterday. They came and picked up on President's Day, and now I'm stuck with garbage for a whole other week. Not only did they pick up on President's Day, it was like six in the morning. So. Well, that's very unusual to me. Yeah, you guys get out early, man. uh, I'm always pre-sunrise pickup. Yeah, Uh, he must be butter because he's on a roll. (laughs) I just don't know if it works for me. It feels like the fans like it. Butter Harris, Dakota Butter Harris, butter. I don't know. I've always pictured a butter to have a little bit of meat on him. Yeah, he's a little fluffy. Yeah, a little fluffy. How about just after a smooth defensive play at short? You don't have to call him Butter Harris, but just after he makes a nice play at short, Butter. <laughs> no? Maybe. 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 Land we'll of Lakes is too long for a nickname. Those, those kind of things you got to just, everyone's, you got to try it out in the moment, see how it feels. So we'll give it a shot at some point here.
Kendall wants to know, Toby, why is the umpire brushing off the plate? It's a carpet field. <laughs> well, I mentioned this last night. That He was reprimanding someone. It looked to me like he was talking to Madrin, but maybe he was talking to the catcher. There was no need to wipe off the plate. There was nothing on the plate. This was late in the game too, TJ. This might have been after you left. But he they're about to have uh, an at-bat. Madrin's in the batter's box. And the umpire calls time and then goes around in front and faces the catcher and hitter and wipes off the plate. And while he's doing so, he's looking up, talking to them. Remember, there's nothing to wipe off. This is just his opportunity to mm-hmm. relay some sort of a reprimand and then goes back behind the plate. So no idea what he was saying or who it was aimed at. But he maybe the two were barking at each other and he was telling them to knock it off. I don't know. Several guys since this turf's been in have done that, though. Like, I don't know if it's just habit or if it is their shot at a turf field like wouldn't it be nice to be brushing off an actual home plate here or? well i do think it i mean there are black rubber pellets there are the in pellets that turf. yeah there are the pellets and so it is possible there could you know be something on there and maybe it would be slick if you stepped on it or whatever so maybe perhaps it's legit from time to time but last night just because you could see him while he's wiping it off, lifting his head and talking to them, you're like, all right, this is just an attempt to send a message. So those Ken- umpires showed up in a bad mood, all of them last hey, night. Hey, Kendall, you also got after me on Twitter last night. Legitimate statement. We prefer where we are up on the concourse and in that front row or in that top row. What did he say to you? Uh, that I was so poor I can't even afford a chair back because of my. Uh, Don't you have season tickets? Do, but they're just general admission season tickets, but yeah. All right, break time. Uh, 7 o'clock on a Tuesday. Back after this.